Hey everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of the gospel. And today we're going to be talking about the gift of the Holy Spirit today. So without any further ado, you know, I want to talk about the importance of, you know, of, of the Holy Spirit and, and that it's important for us to want him to want the Holy Spirit to dwell in our lives and with us every single day. So, you know, it's important to have the Holy Spirit with us and, you know, to be with us. So, you know, without any further ado, I want to go into prayer. Our Father who are in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us for our trespasses. We forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And we just, so we're, we're going to be coming out of, the first chapter we're going to be coming out of is Hebrews chapter 6. So, you know, Hebrews chapter six, and again, you know, today I really want to get, you know, straightforward to it about, you know, the importance of the Holy Spirit and that we need the Holy Spirit in our lives. So we, we, we need, we, we need the Holy Spirit and, and it's important for us to have, to have the Holy Spirit, you know, in our walk with God and with Jesus. So without any further ado, let's, let's go in. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God, of the doctrine of baptism and of laying on, laying on of hands. And with verse two of the doctrine of baptism, going along with baptism, if I had if I had to say this in my early episodes, I want to say this right now. It's important for you know us to want to get baptized too, you know. You know, when when somebody when somebody ready to really dedicate their lives to to God and Jesus, you know, we you know we should want to get baptized. So you have to believe first and first and foremost, you have to believe that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is the Son of God, and that He came He came to die on the cross for our sins, so that we could be forgiven and have eternal life through Him, and that He rose the third day. And along with that, that's where you know with baptism, you you want to you know, let let people know that you know for them to inherit eternal life too, we would you have to get baptized. You know, baptism is it's an important part and it's an important role to play in our lives to get you know to to have that to to have that establishment. So it's it's important for us to you know baptism is really important. So verse two of the doctrine of baptism and the land on, on our hands. And of resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment, and this would and this will we do if God permit. For it is impossible for those who are once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the world to come, if they shall fall away to renew them again unto repentance, seeing they crucified to themselves the Son of God afresh and put him to an open shame. For the earth which drinketh in the rain that cometh off upon it and bringeth forth herbs meet for them by whom it is dressed receiveth blessings from god but that which beareth thorns and briars is rejected and is not to cursing whose end is to be burned but beloved we are persuaded better things of you as things that accompany salvation though we thus speak for god is not unrighteous to forget your works and labor of love which ye have shewed toward his name and that ye have ministered to the saints that do minister and we desire that every one of you do shew the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end that ye be not slothful but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises for when god made promise to abraham 
because he could swear by no greater. He swear by himself saying, surely blessing, I will bless thee and multiplying, I will multiply thee. And so after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. For men verily swear by the greater and an oath for confirmation is to them an end of all strife, wherein God willing more abundantly to shoot unto the heirs or promise the immutable immutability of his counsel confirm it by an oath that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for god to lie we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us which hope we have as an anchor of the soul both sure and steadfast and which entered into the into that within the veil whither the forerunner is for us entered even Jesus made a high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. And that was that chapter. Now let's let's go on to Romans chapter 8. Let's go on to Romans chapter 8. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. And I also want to come to you about the flesh too, about the flesh part. So on chapter eight of Romans, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh. Going along with the flesh part, I want to say this too, because it's a video that I seen and this man was, I, I think I, I might have said this in the early episode too, but I want to uh, say this again if I if I did, but if I did, I want to I want to put this on, on your mind. And I want to say this too, because this man was making sense when he was saying this in the video. He said that, our flesh is like you know you know how turtle shell is and a real and a real turtle is inside the shell so that's kind of like our flesh right now the real the real us are inside of our flesh so we can't let the we can't let the flesh have what the flesh want to have we we gotta we gotta want to do what's right and what's holy you know we want we want the real us to be strong you know and and that's and that's what the holy the holy spirit see the holy spirit is is with you and in you so with that being said we want to we want to just go and we want to do stuff that please god we don't want to do stuff that that makes you go away from god we want to do stuff that want to get get us close to god so don't don't walk by the don't do nothing you know about the flesh anymore you know i want to say this right now don't do nothing uh, about the don't do nothing with the flesh no more you know just leave the don't let the flesh have what the flesh wants we want to be over the flesh we want to do we want to we want to again do stuff that please god don't don't just do stuff to please the flesh because the flesh the flesh and i'm gonna say this too the flesh don't care where you go i'm just and i'm just being honest the flesh doesn't care where you go the flesh doesn't care where you whether you go to heaven or the flesh don't care whether you go to hell see the real you the real you cares your flesh doesn't care so that's important i mean i wanted to i wanted to tell you that too okay and but after the spirit for the law of the spirit of life in christ jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death for what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh see again the flesh is weak but your spirit is willing so don't don't do don't do don't don't please the flesh you know, we want to do stuff that please God, to do, do right in God's eyes. Okay. Verse 3 again. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sent his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, 
the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the corner of mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. So you doing stuff of the, of the flesh, like I was saying earlier, you can't please God. We want to do stuff that that want to that is right, like righteous to to do before God, to do good things before God. Don't not the flesh. The the flesh again, the flesh does not care where you go. So it's important to stop stop pleasing the stop pleasing the flesh you know we want again we want to do good and, and do right in god in god's eyes so verse nine but you are not in the flesh but in the spirit if so be that the spirit of god dwell in you now if any man have not the spirit of christ he is none of his and if christ be in you the body is dead because of sin but the spirit is life because of righteousness but if the spirit of him that raised up jesus from the dead dead dwell in you he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. For if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. For as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit itself bear, beareth witness with our, with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest acceptation accept of the creature waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who has subject, subjected the same in hope. Because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit the redemption of our body. For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For, the, for what a man seeth, why doth he yet hope for? But if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. And, and with 25... I want to say this too, because I know it's a lot of people. It's a lot of people that that want to see to actually believe, but believe it is not seeing you. Just just like we we have to have that mindset where we know that God is always with us. You know, just like when Jesus appeared, you know. One of the one of the disciples didn't believe that it was Jesus until he felt his hands, until Jesus opened his hands and felt his hands. And it, it's important for us to believe without seeing. So so I want to I want to let that be known, you know, we, we always keep the faith and believe no matter what. Verse 26, likewise, the spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the spirit itself make it intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. So if you if you know not what to pray or you know speak about, the Holy Spirit will take control. See the see, 
the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is so great. The Holy Spirit bestows wisdom upon us. You need wisdom. The Holy Spirit is right there with you, giving you, giving you wisdom. The Holy Spirit to teach you. The Holy Spirit to guide you to where you should go and what you should do. The Holy Spirit will tell you, uh, you, you will have a conviction if you should not do something. The Holy Spirit will let you know, you know, you don't need to do this, you know. So it's important. It's important for us to to again listen, listen to the listen to the Holy Spirit. You know, listen. So it's it's important. Verse twenty seven, and he that searches the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. For whom He did foreknow, He also did predestinate to be com conform to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren moreover whom he did predestinate them he also called whom he called them he also justified whom he justified them he also glorified what shall we say what shall we then say to those, these things if god be for us who can be against us again if god be for us who can be against us nobody can be against us you know again it don't matter if somebody was if somebody talking down on you and again if somebody saying saying evil stuff about you it don't matter because they they was talking down on moses and aaron and you seen and you seen what happened to them so again with that if god be for us who can be against us with god we are protected with god we are protected by god so it don't matter it don't matter if a person do this, a person do that, says this, says that, they're only, they're only, they're only messing themselves up or, or doing harm to themselves. So it's important to, again, don't, don't, don't get, don't, don't fear what man can do, but fear what God can do. Verse thirty-two, he that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's leg? Is God that ju justifieth? Who is he that condemned? It is Christ that died. Yeah, rather that is risen again. Who is even at the right hand of God? Who also make an intercession for us? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So nothing can separate you from God's love. Nothing. I don't, I don't care. I don't care if somebody, I don't care if somebody doing something, doing, doing wicked spells or doing none of this other stuff nothing can separate you from god's love and i'm being honest right there with you and and it's and it and it said it says it in the bible nothing can separate you from god's love so i like if, if somebody don't don't let don't let nobody say anything they want trying to trying to get you to 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 go over to do it they do or whatever you know don't 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 do nothing that other people do Again, nothing can separate you from God's love. Nothing. And now I want to go go in First Corinthians chapter six. 
Dare any of you having a matter against another go to law before the unjust and not before the saints? Do ye not know that the saints shall judge the world? And if the world shall be judged by you, are ye unworthy to judge the smallest matters? And I'm going to say this again. Dare any of you having a matter against another go to law before the unjust and not before the saints? Do ye know? Do ye not know that the saints shall judge the world? And if the world shall be judged by you, are ye unworthy to judge the smallest matters? Know ye not that we shall judge angels? I'm gonna say this again. I'm gonna say this again because I, I don't I don't know if some people haven't read this for or, or or got to this chapter. Know ye not that we shall judge angels? So if we judge so if we judge angels, that mean that means we should let any other like we should we should let any other what anger or deceit or whatever that somebody else does to you don't 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 even don't worry about that don't worry about none of that know you not that we shall judge angels you know we, we you we have to we have to we have to do we have to do right and you know don't 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 judge other people for for what they do or what they do you know again it says right here know ye not that we shall judge angels how much more things that pertain to this life if then ye have judgments of things pertaining to this life set them to judge who are who are at least esteemed in the church i speak to your shame is it so that there is not a wise man among you no not one that should be able to judge between his brethren but brother go into law with brother and that before the unbelievers now therefore there's other now therefore there's utterly a fault among you because ye go to law one with another why do you not why do ye not rather take wrong why do ye not rather suffer yourselves to be defrauded nay ye do wrong and defraud and that your brethren know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of god be not deceived neither fornicators nor idolaters nor adulterers nor nor infinite nor abusers of themselves with mankind nor thieves nor nor covets nor drunkards nor revilers nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of god and such were some of you but ye are washed but ye are sanctified but ye are justified in the name of the lord jesus and by the spirit of our god all things are lawful unto me but all things are not expedient all things are lawful before for me but i will not be brought under the power of any meats for the belly and the belly for meats but god shall destroy both it and them now the body is not for fornication but for the lord and the lord for the body and god hath both raised up the lord and will also raise up by his own power i'm gonna say this again verse 14 god has both raised up the lord and will also raise up us by his own power know ye not that your bodies are the members of christ shall i then take the members of of christ and make them the members of an harlot god forbid what know ye not that he which is joined to a harlot is one body for two saith he shall be one flesh but he that is joined unto the lord is one spirit flee fornication every sin that a man doeth is without the body but he that committed fornication sinned against his own body what know ye not that your body is the temple of the holy ghost which is in you which ye have of god and ye are not your own for ye are bought with a price therefore glorify god in your body and in your spirit which are god's so again with that you know with that being said i, I want to again say this 
we have the Holy Spirit in us. So we wanna we wanna go to a court according to what God says and what He wants us to do. We don't want to just go on, you know, pleasing the flesh. We don't want to do that. We want to do again, we want to do right what you know that's in God's eyes. We want to do right and we want to do good for God. You know, and again, the Holy Spirit is in us. So we we want to keep our our bodies, you know, fully fully the temple of God. So, you know, I want I want you to remember that. And now we're coming out of Romans chapter five. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace, wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope, and hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. For when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure for a good man some will even dare to die. But God commanded his love towards us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also join in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men for that all have sinned. For until the law sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, Death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression, who is the figure of him that was to come. But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the office of one many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. And not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift. For the, for the judgment was by one to, con to condemnation. But the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. For by one man's offense, death reigned by one. Much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. That as sin hath reigned until death, even so might grace reign through righteousness. Until eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. And now, I want to go to Acts chapter 1. I want to go to Acts chapter 1 right now. And without any further ado, let's go into that one. The former treat treaties have I made O Theophilus of all that Jesus began both to do and to teach. Until that day in which he was taken up, after that he through the Holy Ghost had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen. 
to whom also he shewed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them forty days, and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God, and being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, Ye have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost, not many days hence. So again, you know, I, I want to say this about bap baptism is important. It's very important. It's important. The Holy, the Holy Ghost will come on you. It's important. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, without at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel. And he said unto them, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father had put in his own power. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel. Which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This, this same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. Then returned they unto Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is from Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey. And when they were come in, they went up into an upper room, where abode both Peter and James and John and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon. Zelos and Judas, the brother of James, they, these all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the woman, with the women, and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brethren. And in those days, Peter stood up in the midst of his disciples and said, The number of names together were about a hundred and twenty. Men and brethren, this scripture must needs have been fulfilled, which the Holy Ghost by the mouth of David spake before concerning Judas, which was God, which was God to them that took Jesus. For he was numbered with us and had uh, obtained part of this ministry. Now this man purchased a field with the reward of iniquity and fall and falling headlong. He burst asunder in the midst and all his bowels gushed out. And it was known that to all the dwellers at Jerusalem and so as much as that field is called in their proper tongue. Al Akel Dama, that is to say, the field of blood, for it is written in a book of Psalms. Let his habitation be desolate, and let no man dwell therein, and his and his bishopric let another take. Wherefore, of these men which have accompanied with us all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John, until that same day that he was taken off from us, must one be ordained to be a witness with us of his resurrection. And they appointed to Joseph called Barsabas, who was surnamed Justice and Matthias. And they prayed and said, Thou, Lord, which knowest the hearts of our men, shew whether of, thee, of these two thou hast chosen, that he may take part of this ministry and apostleship, from which Judas by transgression fell, that he might go to his own place. And they gave for their lives. And the light fell upon Matthias, and he was numbered with the eleven apostles. And now I want to go to Acts chapter two. And when the day and, and, and this 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 chapter right here is, you know, what what I really wanna I wanna show you the power of the Holy Spirit, of the Holy Ghost. I wanna I want this chapter right here. 
this chapter is is the main chapter that I wanted to come out of today. But I had a lot, you know, a lot more to come out of. But Acts chapter two, this chapter is describing the greatness of the Holy Ghost. So without any further ado, Acts chapter two. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And right there in verse 4, the Holy Ghost it, it, is, is great beyond words because speaking in tongues speaking in tongues is 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 very is 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 amazing it's amazing some people some people think oh I, they might be drunk or they might be you know you know doing something or whatever but you speaking in tongues you speaking right there at the throne of god you speaking in tongues you are speaking right there at the throne of God. And not the, not to mention, you speaking in tongues, the devil don't know what you're saying. He don't know what you're saying. Now, in English, and you know, in any other language, he 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 understands. But tongues, I'm telling you right now, the devil don't understand nothing in tongues that you're saying. He would not, he he would not understand nothing that you're saying in tongues, and I guarantee you that. So it's important. For us to have the Holy Ghost, and, and and if you don't have speaking in tongues, ask God for the ask God to bestow speaking in tongues on you, and and just allow the Holy Ghost to to, to take over and and to just and to just speak, and He will. The Holy Ghost, and I just want to, I just want to say this, I just want to say verse four again, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Imagining that, 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 that just, that's amazing. That's amazing. Just like, just like if you were, if you, you go to church and, and sometimes you will hear a pastor or preacher start talking in tongues. The devil don't know what they're saying, but what you but but the tongues that's coming out your mouth is right there at the throne of God. So that's important. Verse number five, and there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men and devout men out of every nation under heaven. Now, when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded because they every man heard them speaking his own language. And they were all amazed and marvel, saying one to another, Behold, are not all these which speak Galileans? And how and, and how hear we every man in our own tongue wherein we were born, Parthians and Medes and Elamites, and the dwellers in Mesopotamia and in Judea, and Cappadocia and Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia and Egypt, and in the parts of Libya, and uh, about Cyrene. And strangers of Rome, Jews and proselytes, Cretes and Arabians, we do hear them speaking our tongues, the wonderful works of God. And they were all amazed and were in doubt, saying one to another, What meaneth this? Others mocking said, These men are full of new wine. 
But Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea, and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken to my words. For these are not drunken, as ye suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And on my servants and on my handmaidens, I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will shoot wonders in heaven above, and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness, and the moon into blood, before that great and notable day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass, that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Ye men of Israel, hear these words, Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved to God among you by miracles and wonders and signs, which God did by him in the midst of you, as ye yourselves also know. Him being delivered by the de determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, ye have taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain, whom God have raised up and have loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be holding of it. And verse 24, that goes along. You know, when I say that, it's important for everybody to know that he rose the third day, three days. Verse 25, for David speaketh concerning him, I foresaw the Lord always before my face for he is on my right hand that i should not be moved therefore did my heart rejoice and my tongue was glad moreover also my flesh shall rest in hope because thou would not leave my soul in hell neither will thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption thou hast made known to me the ways of life that shall make me full of joy with thy countenance men and brethren let me fiercely speak let me freely speak unto you other patriarch david that he is both dead and buried and his sceptre is with us unto this day Therefore, being a prophet and knowing that God has sworn with the oath to him that of the fruit of his loins according to the flesh, he will raise up Christ to sit on his throne. He's saying this before it spake of the resurrection of Christ, that his soul was not left in hell, neither his flesh did see corruption. This Jesus hath God raised up, whereof we are all witnesses. Therefore, being by the right hand of God exalted and having received of the Father the promise of the Holy Ghost, he has shed for this, which ye now see. And here, for David is not ascended into the heavens, but he said to himself, "The Lord said unto my unto my Lord, Sit thou on my right hand until I make thy foes thy footstool. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know surely that God hath made that same Jesus, whom ye have crucified, both Lord and Christ." Now, when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart. And said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So again, right here, and it tells you in Acts chapter 2, verse 38, it tells you how to receive the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost, that we 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 it's essential for us to, to have, we, we need the Holy Ghost. We do. Verse 38, then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So that's important. You know, again, if if, if a soul doesn't know where to start or if they want to change their life around, right there, that verse right there. 
that whole Acts chapter 2, verse 38. And along with them believing in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and that he is the Son of God, and that he rose in three days. In verse 39, for the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify in the Lord, saying, Save yourselves from this outward generation. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And that, that's just very good right there, 3,000 souls. And they continued steadfast in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and their prayers. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together and, and had all things coming. And sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. And they continually daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. And that you know i i really that was the main that was the main chapter acts 2 that acts chapter 2 that i wanted to come out of the day to show you the greatness of the holy ghost to show you the greatness of what the holy ghost can do and he can do far beyond that so you know it's accept the man accept the holy ghost in Trust me, that that that's a very good feeling. That's that that's a that's a good that's a great feeling to have. And now I want to go out of Luke chapter one. For as so much as many have taken in hand to set forth in order a declaration of those things which are much surely believed among us, even as they delivered them unto us, which from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of to, of the world of the word. It seemed good to me also, having had perfect understanding of all things from the very first to write to the in order, most excellent Theophilus, that thou mighty that thou mightest know the certainty of those things wherein thou hast been instructed. There was in the days of Herod the king of Judea a certain priest named Zacharias of the course of Abia, and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. And they had no child, because that Elizabeth was barren. And they both were now well stricken in years. And it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course, according to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when he went to the temple of the Lord. And the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of incense. And there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zach and when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled, and fear and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. And thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth for he shall be great in the sight of the lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink and he shall be filled with the holy ghost even from his mother's womb and many other children of israel shall he turn to the lord their god and he shall go before him in the spirit and power of elias to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make a to make ready a people prepared for the lord and zechariah said unto the angel whereby shall i know 
whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife was stricken in years. And the angel answering said unto him, I am Gabriel, that stand in the presence of God, and am sent, and am sent to speak unto thee, and to show thee these glad tidings. And behold, thou shalt be dumb and not able to speak until the day that these things shall be performed, because thou believest not my words, which shall be fulfilled in their season. So with verse 20, I want to say this too. If God tell you something and you think it's impossible, you better believe. Because God can do, he can do anything far beyond our what we think he can do far beyond that and i guarantee you right now today he can do anything so i don't want you to i don't want you to contradict yourself or to doubt yourself when you when you ask it for something don't doubt believe you have to believe because god can do anything he can do anything Verse 21, and the people waited for Zechariah to marvel that he tarried so long at the temple. And when he came out, he could not speak unto them. And they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple, for he beckoned unto them and remained speechless. And it came to pass that as soon as the days of his ministration was, were accomplished, he departed to his own house. And then after those days, his wife Elizabeth conceived and hid herself five months, saying, Thus hath the Lord dealt with me in the days when... He looked on me to take away my reproach among men. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God into a city of Galilee named Nazareth. To a virgin, espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Verse 29. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of sal sal or salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive, and thy woman bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. Jesus. So if somebody else trying to tell you, tell you something different, it's right here, it's right here in the Bible. God's word. It's right here in the Bible. Jesus. Verse 32. He shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom. There shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her who is called barren. For the God, nothing shall be impossible. Verse 37. Verse 37. I want I want you to remember this too. Verse 37. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. All things are possible with God. Verse 38. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. And Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste into a city of Judah and entered into the house of Zacharias and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. 
And she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And whence is this to me, that the mother of my Lord shall should come, come to me? For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my wounds for joy. And blessed is she that believe. For there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. And Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord. And the Spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the low estate of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath done to me great things, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. He has shewed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their seats and exalted them a low degree. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He has hoped in his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spake to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his seed forever. And Mary abode with her about three months and returned to her own house. Now Elizabeth's full time came that she should be delivered. And she brought forth a son. And her neighbors and her cousins heard how the Lord had shewed great mercy upon her, and they rejoiced with her. And it came to pass that on the eighth day that came to circumcise the child. And they called him Zacharias. After the name of his father and his mother answered and said not so but he shall be called john and they said unto her there is none of thy kindred that is called by his name and they made signs to his father how he would have him called and he asked for a writing table and wrote saying his name is john and they marveled all and his mouth was open immediately and his tongue loosed and he spake and praised god so so remember he couldn't before John was born, he could he couldn't he couldn't speak. His speech had left him because he 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 didn't believe. But now that John was born, now he could he can open his mouth and talk. Verse sixty five. If fear came on all that dwelt around about them, all these sayings were noised abroad throughout all, all the hill country of Judea, and all they that heard them laid them up in their hearts, saying, "What man or child shall this be?" And the hand of the Lord was with him. And his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Ghost and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. As he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he sware to our father Abraham. That he would grant unto us that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear and holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou child shall be called the prophet of the highest for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways. To give knowledge of salvation to his people by the remission of their sins through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them. That sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit and was in the deserts till the day of his showing until Israel. And those are all the chapters that I wanted to come come out of today. And I really wanted to basically I really just wanted to talk about the greatness of the Holy Spirit. You know, again, we we do need the Holy Spirit in our lives. It's, it's, it's essential for us. We need the Holy Spirit in our lives.
you know, we, we, we need the Holy Spirit. And people, and people that don't know our Father and our Lord and the Holy Spirit, it's important for us to go and tell them about, about them. Because when, when the Holy Spirit hits you, the Holy Spirit is so great. Like, I, I tell you right now, the Holy Spirit is so great. Make you want to shout. Make you want to make you just want to praise God. Make you just want to get up and dance and just and, and, and just sing a praise to God. The Holy Spirit is great. I'm telling you right now. Holy Spirit is awesome. And and I and I'm just I'm very thankful that the Holy Spirit is in my is in my life too. You know, to to again to to help teach us and guide us to bestow wisdom upon us. You know, and again, the Holy Spirit is 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 good. It's great too because if you're not supposed to do nothing that you know you're not supposed to do, conviction. The Holy Spirit trying to convict you. You know that you you know don't don't do this. Don't do this. You know, just like, just like you finna you finna go and do something. You finna go do something that you not that you wasn't supposed to do. Just like, <clears throat> for example. We were we were hunting one day, and I was going up a tree because it's like it's it's a stand in a tree. I was going up the tree, and you know I should never went up there because when I I always I already felt like I already felt something, you know that you know I I shouldn't have never went up there. But before I got on the ladder, fully before I fully got on the ladder, like before I even touched the ladder. The Holy Spirit was telling me, "Don't get on, don't get on the ladder, don't crawl, don't don't go up the tree, don't do it, don't go up the tree." But I still, I, I still went up there, and that's that's why you know we we can't disobey, we can't, you know, when the Holy Spirit tells us something, we we live, we need to listen to it. Right there and then, we need to listen to what the Holy Spirit say. But I messed up. I didn't listen. I went up there and it was time for us to leave uh, afterward. And I was getting ready to come down and I, I fell out the tree. I fell from 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 a distance from up the tree down onto the ground. And I learned my I learned my lesson. You know, it, we have to listen to what the Holy Spirit tells us. It's important. And it, it, we, we have to listen. We got to listen. It's important for us to listen. Because the Holy Spirit wants what's best for us, and He and the Holy Spirit want, wants us to to go and and do what God says, and uh, and to please God, to, to do what God wants us to do, you know. And it's just like, and it's just like a calling too. If you were called to do something, and the Holy Spirit putting it on you, go do it. Go do it. It doesn't matter what anybody else says. It doesn't matter what anybody else trying, you know, persuade you. Don't listen to anybody else. Listen to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will tell you. You just need to be still and listen. You know. So again, you know, I just want today I wanted to come out with the importance of the Holy Spirit. You know, that we need the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit in our lives. You know, it's important. It's very important. Don't and and another thing I wanted I wanted to say is don't 
do what the flesh wants you to do. Do what the Holy Spirit wants you to do. Don't do what the flesh wants you to do. To, to do. Again, the flesh, don't. it doesn't care where you go. The flesh doesn't care. We are in the real, the real us are in the inside of our body. Like in, in, a, in, a, just like, again, a turtle, you have the shell. The, the turtle is inside the shell. The real, the real thing is inside the shell. Our flesh is like the shell. Our, our flesh is like a tent and, and we are inside the tent. Like if you, if you was to set a tent out, you camping or whatever, you go inside the tent. The real you are inside the tent. The tent is on the outside. So the flesh, it's like the tent. The real us, the the real us are inside the flesh, are inside the body. So don't get caught up in fleshly things. Don't get caught up in and in, in stuff you're not supposed to do, you know, with the flesh. Do what the Holy Spirit tells you to do do what god tells you to do do what jesus tells you to do and you and, and it's gonna be good from 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 then on so again it's important for us to have the holy spirit in our lives and i just want to you know just to show you how great the holy spirit is and how to receive the holy spirit and again you know if people don't know how to receive the holy spirit you know, just go ahead again, and I'm you. You, I'm pretty sure you already know what to say, but just, just go ahead and and tell them to you know repent from all of their sins, from everything they've done, and and to to let them recognize you know that they are a sinner because all all of us are sinners, you know, and just tell them to repent from their sins and to tell them to believe in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and that He is He is the Son of God, and that He rose. The third day and he and he died on the cross for our sins so that we could be forgiven and have eternal life and for them to get baptized and after baptism the holy spirit will come in so it's important for us to to have the holy spirit and if you and again if you want to speak in tongues ask god to 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 just ask god to for it ask god for it and and and, and it'll happen you know Ask the Holy Spirit, and it'll happen. Let the let the whole let the Holy Ghost take control, and you will you will talk in tongues. And again, it's a you know I say this too. It's important for us to talk in tongues too, because again I say this: when you talk in tongues, the tongues are at the throne of God, right there at the throne of God. God is listening; He's right there, and. Uh, and a big part of that, a good big part of that is that the devil will never understand what we speak in tongue. So again, it's important. That's the, and, and that's the good part about that too. That's that's a very good thing right there. He don't know what you're saying. You 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 speaking in tongues and you just speaking in tongues, and and God understand what you're saying, but the devil don't understand what you're saying. Oh, that'll make him mad. That'll make him mad, and 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 we don't and, and we don't have no parts of the devil. We 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 rebuke the devil right now in the name of Jesus. Sp speaking in tongues. That's the way. That that's that's a good. That's that's good. That's very good. So again, you know, remember, 
having the Holy Spirit in our lives is essential. And we have we we need to and we have to have the Holy Spirit in our lives too. So, you know, without any further ado, I want I want to, you know, just again, just to let you know to share this to everybody that you know, or you know, just just spread it, just, you know, just share it, share it to everybody, strangers, anybody, you know. Again, I'm trying to bring people into the kingdom of God so so they can know. And without any further ado, I want to take us out in prayer. Dear Father, we just want to come to you day again to, to thank you for another day. Thank you for waking us up day by day. Thank you for breathing life into us. Thank you for taking care of us. Thank you for guarding us. Thank you for protecting us from all harms of danger. Thank you for just being there with us, Father. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your thank you for your love for us. Thank you for the relationship that you have with us. Thank you so much, Father. And we just want to say thank you for everything. Thank you so much for everything. No amount of thank yous can add up. We just want to say thank you, Father, for everything. And we just continue to ask you to continue to protect the, the people that's listening. Please please continue to protect them from the crest of their souls to the soles of their feet. And norm that's one can them or against them. This is Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. And we just want to say again, thank you for everything. Thank you. I'm going to thank you for especially you. Thank you for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And, and thank you for the Holy Spirit. And again, thank you for everything that you're doing, that you've done for us. Thank you for everything. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And again, you know, I'm, and again, I'm going to be coming every Tuesdays and Thursdays. So I want to thank y'all for listening. Thank you so much for taking the time to come in and listen to the episode. Thank you. I want to say thank you again. Thank you for taking the time out of the day. And again, you know, let's go spread the word let's go spread the gospel let's go save as many souls as we can for the kingdom of god and god loves you jesus loves you the holy spirit loves you and i love you and god bless be safe